Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery. This is your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcome by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode, I wanna talk about putting your thinking cap on. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because we are, this is being recorded when we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and people are starting to go back to work. We're starting to gradually reopen um, the economy and certain businesses. Um, some of the stay at home orders are being lifted and there, we're, there's a gradual moving back into some semblance of quote unquote regular life where we're able to go and move about um, as we did before. And so I wanted you to think about what types of creative solutions you came up with or can come up with or have been thinking about within your personal life, within your business, within your organization, and moving away from crisis management. Because for some people in, in some organizations, it's still a time of crisis. You're still trying to figure out what to do financially. You're still trying to figure out how to adapt, adapt and adjust to all of the changes that are going on still. And because we're not able to just open the floodgates and say, everybody go back to work and everybody go back to school and everything is, is like it used to be, um, we still have to, to take some precautions. So. I had a conversation earlier today with someone and he was telling me about all of the different ways he was looking at and examining his life and seeing what kind of things he wanted to change. And I've done a podcast episode before where I talked about, you know, thinking about your new normal and about how you wanted to change things moving forward and how you wanted to adjust and adapt. But now I want you to start thinking a little bit more in depth about what type of creative solutions can you create now? We're moving beyond crisis management. We're moving beyond, let's try to, to stick our finger in the, in the dam and, and avoid the crash. And now we're starting to really consider what new things can we come up with? What new ways can we think? What new approaches can we take? And so today I want you to really take some time and think about, you know, put your thinking cap on, um, which is a throwback to my, my days as, a, as an elementary school teacher where I used to tell the kids all the time, put your thinking cap on so that we can put on a new mindset, a new way of thinking about this issue, a new way of considering this problem, a new way of seeing ourselves in the situation. So a couple of things I want you to think about. One, disruption gets rid of the status quo. There have been so many businesses, so many organizations, so many industries that had a certain way of doing things. And if you have ever been on the wrong side of, of trying to implement some changes and you get the standard, oh, this is the way we've always done it or this won't work because this is how this is our process and it would take too much time and effort and money and manpower in order to actually make some changes. Well, guess what? Everything is completely different now. Nothing is off the table. Imagine those organizations and those companies who said, we cannot have our workforce be 100% remote. And they were faced with the choice of either figuring out how to make your workforce remote or go out of business. 
imagine the people who told you before, there's no way you can have some time in the office and some time out where we can stagger people. That just isn't productive. We can't get any work done. And now, because of COVID-19 restrictions and social distancing measures, they had to come up with a way of alternating their people. What about the ones who said, the only way that we're gonna have these, we have these workspaces now that are wide open to um, assist with collaboration, which really is another way of saying that you didn't wanna have more space that, um, to create individual offices, so therefore you had open workspace. Now, they're having to figure out with social distancing guidelines how to spread their people out and give them more breathing room. What about the people who said, there's no way that we can have um, internet access for all kids, regardless of their social economic status? And then all of a sudden, there was this new way of creating hotspots by parking school buses in neighborhoods and providing laptops and tablets to kids who otherwise didn't have them. I can go on and on and on about the different ways in which disruption gets rid of the status quo, it get, gets rid of the blocks, it gets rid of the things that have always stood in our way, and it opens it up for us to think creatively. It opens it up for us to think about things differently. We need to shake ourselves up sometimes to get out of that rut of this is the way I've always done it, and this is the way it's always been done, and this is the only way it can be done. Now, everybody is going through change and everybody is looking at a different way of doing whatever it is that needs to be done. So disruption gets rid of the status quo. And when you get rid of the status quo, you open yourself up to creating something new. That can mean coming up with something from scratch. <clears throat> that could mean you putting together two ideas that hadn't been brought together before. That could mean coming up with a new partnership or a new way of um, collaborating. That could mean you determining that the work that you're doing and the outcomes that need to happen can be done in a different way. And so my method of looking at your big picture and your vision and looking at your outcome in terms of what do you wanna see happen and what does that look like in action? And then deconstructing to reconstruct and going backwards and saying, okay, this is what I need, this is what we need, this is what we need, but how do we get those things? It doesn't have to be like anything you're used to before. I got a link earlier from um, someone who sent me information about a new apprenticeship program that was just launched with Purdue University. And what they did is they combined online learning, distance learning, with apprenticeships in order to create opportunities to one, meet a demand, because there are tons of people who are looking at people who are um, looking for, to hire people who are cybersecurity experts, as well as people who are um, information technology um, proficient, and ones who can help with developing remote and online platforms. So they created an opportunity for people to one, get experience because they're partnered up and working with organizations and companies that actually have the wherewithal to mentor them. And, and, and then two, they're combining that with an online training program such that you learn from your online courses that you're enrolled in and you are placed in a paid position as a paid apprentice. 
So now, instead of you paying to go to school and get a degree, getting more into debt, and then trying to find a position afterwards and being faced with the, you don't have any experience, instead, they have collaborated with different organizations, different companies, and come up with a creative solution to meet both needs. One, education as we know it, the, the methodology of teaching and learning has completely changed completely changed. We are going to be hard pressed to go back to the way it was in terms of the standard way of delivering instruction. That means that there are a myriad of other things that need to be considered now in terms of how do we meet kids where they are, how do we meet people or learners where they are, and how do we create environments that are dynamic and collaborative and engaging and interactive that allow them to explore new concepts as well as apply new concepts. So this program actually brought together the best of both. And they looked at what's the issue that we need to address? What do we wanna see happen? And they came up with another way of thinking about it. So your disruption gets rid of the status quo and opens you up to new ways of thinking about things. Secondly, drastic change shakes people and processes up. And we all know that one of the main resistance resistances to change that people have is the fact that they get comfortable. We are creatures of habit. We don't like to make shifts in the way that we do things. We don't like to get out of our routine. We want comfort and safety and predictability so that we know how to deal with situations. Even if the situations are not necessarily serving us, even if it's not in our best interest, we are more apt to stay in dysfunctional situations and dysfunctional routines and dysfunctional habits because we have gotten comfortable with them. We don't like the unknown. We don't like things we don't know what the outcome is gonna be. We don't like to feel as if we are unsettled or unbalanced or that we are involved in chaos. So we tend to gravitate back towards the things that we know instead of exploring new opportunities. But drastic change and disruption immediately shakes that up. People are uncomfortable. You have to try to find a quote unquote new normal or a new way to settle in. And that means that you have to find your way in, in doing things differently, automatically. So you're already uncomfortable. You already don't like the situation. You already know you can't go back to doing things the way that you did before. So why don't you use this opportunity instead to create something new? Put your thinking cap on, shake up your brain, look at things from different vantage points and start asking yourself, if I could create anything, what would it be? Because really, when you go through a huge disruption, it gives you the opportunity to look at things differently and to, and to basically dream and say, you know what, if I could create any way, any way of doing this at all, what would I want? If I could have the perfect scenario for me in terms of my work environment or my business or the position that I have or the type of relationships that I have or whatever it is, what would it look like and what would that be? The other thing is that broken systems provide a new way of thinking, doing, and being, primarily because what you used to do no longer fits. When we were on a nationwide stay-at-home order with several states having varying degrees of, of restriction, but everyone for the most part was being encouraged to stay at home, 
to shelter in place and to limit their contact with the outside world. When businesses all over this country and all over the globe for that matter were shut down completely and we had no choice but to be at home. Now we start looking at our quality of life differently. Now we start looking at what we want differently. Now, instead of saying that, hey, I have to fight traffic and commute to work for an hour each way and I'm frazzled and I'm upset and I have to wake up really early and it's less time with my family and when I'm there, I'm stressed and so on and so forth. Now you're with your family. Or for some people who are single or and live by themselves, you're by yourself. There are some of my friends who are extroverts who were not okay <laughs> because they did not have that outlet of being able to connect with people in a way that that rejuvenated them they wanted to talk to people they needed to connect with people and they found some of them that taking some time to be quiet was not really that bad of a thing some people found that when they took the time to slow down and to move from crisis management and panic and, and, and trying to, you know, keep the boat from sinking, when they moved beyond that to really getting quiet and really getting introspective and really reflecting and thinking about, you know what, this is an opportunity for me to create something new. How am I going to use it? What am I going to do? What is it that I've been meaning to do or meaning to think about or meaning to get to? that I haven't had the time to before that now I have. If I was laid off or, or I was furloughed and I have this time now to be able to think about what do I really want my next step to be? How can I come up with a new way of thinking about my life so that it'll be something that I actually want, not just something I'm tolerating? So what do you want to create? When we're little and we're children, we're, we're so imaginative and we try to create all of these different things. We want to build things and we want to, to you know, play with imagination and become different characters and all that. And as we become older, things are fed to us in terms of this is the way it is. And unless you're in a, a, a profession where you routinely and regularly have to use your creativity to think outside the box, the box starts to kind of, you know, limit you and box you in and, and has you thinking that there can only be one way. But what do you want to create? What if you could go back to that time when you simply looked at something and said, you know what? Clean slate, blank sheet of paper. What do I want this to be? And if what you want it to be is something that you can take what was and modify it to create something better, great. But if it is something that requires a new approach and it is something that requires you to do something differently and to be different, then what? And so part of the thing that we really need to look at is how are we going about thinking about change? How are we going about determining what is going to be our new creative way of doing whatever it is that we want to do? How are we putting this together in such a way that it's going to be better than it was before? So since you've discovered that you actually can live without going out to eat every day, you actually can live without going to Starbucks every day. 
You actually can work from home. You actually can spend less time around a bunch of people. You actually can spend time reading. You can spend time reflecting. You can spend time with yourself. You can spend time doing the things that originally you thought you couldn't do. So now that you find that you can, how are you going to create that new normal? How are you going to take that information and that realization of the things that you now know that you can do? How are you going to use that to create your new vision of success? What is that going to look like? If you have your own business and you're an entrepreneur or you have always wanted to start your own business and you kept saying, I'll do it when, or I'll do it once, or I'll do it if, now it's a whole new opportunity. Now you don't have anything going on and nothing stopping you aside from you. And yeah, I'm not talking about situations where you're saying, oh, well, Keisha, you know, financially I was strapped and I was stressed and there was all these things that I had to deal with and the survival and, and making sure that my, my, you know, I have a roof over my head and my bills are paid or at least, you know, working out agreements. Yes, everybody has to go through that. Yes, I had to do the same thing. But you can still carve out time to deal with that and then carve out other time where you can focus on you. If you're working in an organization in an, in an, and in a department where you lead other people, now is the time for you to look at your um, organizational structure and your processes and your procedures and look at the positions that your people hold and the, jo and the, and the tasks that have to be done and see what, how can we change this? Because instead of focusing on this is the status quo and the way that we've already, always done it, why not shift your focus and say, these are the outcomes and the end game of what we, where we need to get to. So how can we get there using a different model? Employee resource groups would be integral and important at this time in terms of finding new ways of engaging and connecting with people so that they can feel as if they are not alone. Learning and development would take a greater precedent and become more important because people will now be able to restructure their time so that they have time to learn and they have time to explore. What if, what if your professional development plan was you creating a new way of doing your job? What if you were able to apply new knowledge to this situation by saying that I've always wanted to try this. So now there's nothing holding me back. What do you have to lose? And this is part of what I need people to think about because unless you make friends with change, because of course it's the only constant, Unless you get used to the fact that things are always evolving and always going to be different, you are constantly going to find yourself stuck. You are constantly going to find yourself left behind. And I know you're already saying, well, the pandemic is unprecedented. We have never had this amount of change widespread. Nobody's ever encountered this before. Well, if you think about it, yeah, maybe nobody's had change forced upon them all at once where every single person across the globe is dealing with some of the ripple effect of COVID-19. 
at the same exact time. Yes, that part has not happened before, unless you look back in history at pandemics and plagues and so on. But I need you to think about this. Even though this level of change, this change event, the scope of it is unprecedented, change is not. Change happens every single day. But the thing is that change happens in nuanced ways. It happens little by little. Sometimes it happens at a snail's pace where we don't even notice that the change is going on. And so we overlook it and we think we're doing the exact same thing in the exact same way, but really we're not. You may take the same route back and forth to work when you're commuting, but you don't have the same interactions and the same experiences and pass the same exact people and, and run into the same exact cars at the same exact time every single day. So there's some change and there's some variances. You have to learn to recognize change opportunities. You have to learn how to think differently and shift your mindset to how can I create something new? How can I come up with a creative solution and not get myself wallowed, um, you know, bogged down in crisis management. So if you're thinking about this, if you're really, really serious about considering this, look at the different aspects of your life and start asking yourself, let me put my thinking cap on. How can I make this different? How can I make this better? How can I make this something that is going to be worthwhile for me? Because unless you shift your mindset into thinking about creative solutions and thinking about outcomes and thinking about all of the different ways that you can possibly get there, not limiting yourself by any of the parameters or the requirements or the boxes or the stipulations or anything else that was there before, but instead looking at this as a brand new world. I don't have a map. I don't have a plot that's course. I just know I'm trying to get to that destination and I can do it any way that I want. What do you have to lose? What about gaining some insight from the people that you work with? If you're a leader of a team and asking them about some things that they would want to see done differently. What about getting together with your team and doing a self reflection for you and saying, okay, I'm going to ask myself some questions. What are the top three pain points and the things that have that I'm faced with that I have to address? What are the top three best practices and the things, the new things that I've created and the new ways I've created of doing and thinking and being that weren't there before? What are the new great things that have come out of this situation? And then what did I wish I had known? How did I wish I was prepared before? Because sometimes the things that you didn't know that you needed to be prepared for identify holes and gaps that you need to address and that you need to fill. Maybe you figured out, you know what? I need to be a little bit more technology savvy. Maybe I need to be more familiar with remote methods of meeting. Maybe I need to get proficient about doing video calls. Maybe I need to do a little better at managing my time. Maybe I need to look at my rhythm and flow in terms of how I set up my work day 
to be a little bit more accommodating and a little bit more flexible to give myself some breaks and opportunity, opportunities to recharge. Maybe I don't work well being around other people. And I found that in this time when I am by myself, that I'm actually more productive. So thinking about things in a different way, what are the gifts that you have found? How are the ways that you are being more creative, being more open-minded, looking at all of the different ways that you can bring resources together and connect people and connect dots? It doesn't have to go in a linear direction. It doesn't have to be hierarchical. It can be any way you want it as long as you get to the desired result. And that is so freeing. Imagine if someone told you, you could get this result any way you see fit, as long as you ultimately get there by this day and time. So if you know where your outcome is, you know where the result is, you know where your destination is, you know how much time you have to do it, you know the resources you have available to you, and you know what your strengths and your weaknesses and your abilities and your opportunities are. When you know all of that, then you can start creating something new. Connect to other people outside of your industry. Connect to other people in different departments within your organization. Talk to other people about their experiences and their input and their opinions. Look at the way other people are doing things. Not to replicate it or duplicate it because, hey, I need another system to you know, replace the system that I had before, but really to look at this from a new way of approaching the issue, a new way of creating a solution, not solving a problem, not dealing with a crisis, because those are limiting beliefs, those are limiting mindsets, but what can I create out of this? What can I do better? What can I be better? What can I feel better or think better? How can I equip myself better? And how can I equip those people around me? Make friends with change, but more importantly, start tapping into your inner creative. Start tapping into someone who says, I have a voice, I have influence, I have a vision, I have ability, and I have time. So how do I want to do this? And if you are leading other people, you should be giving them permission to do this. Not because you are the end all be all in terms of giving them, you know, directing everything that they do, but because some people need permission to be creative. Some people need you to say, it's okay. I want you to come up with something different. And they need to be nurtured and nudged in that direction so that they can be open and free to explore. Have opportunities for people just to come up with ideas. They don't have to go anywhere, but just come up with any ideas and see and make a note of them and see which ones will fit. I guarantee you, if you start thinking of yourself as creating solutions and having creative solutions developed, Put that thinking cap on and shake up the status quo. I can guarantee you that you will come out better on the other side. So I hope this has been helpful for you. 
Um, I want you to join me in my Equip for Change series. If you go to my website at carsgroup.com, that's K-A-R-S group.com, you'll find additional information there about my Equip for Change Facebook group, as well as a series that I'm launching and information about my Cars Academy, um, which is going to be um, ramping up with some additional courses, additional interactive opportunities and opportunities to collaborate and connect with other people as we go through this process of facilitating the outcomes and creating the success that we want to see and that we want to then that we deserve. I hope this has been helpful for you. I thank you for joining me. Um, this has been Keisha Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcome by equipping people to embrace and manage change. I need you to put your thinking camp on and start thinking about creative solutions and not just crisis management. There is too much at stake. You are too awesome and you have a golden opportunity before you to create the life and the success that you want, that you know, and that you deserve. I hope you have enjoyed this. Please tune in every week for uh, twice a week, actually, for my Mindset to Mastery podcast found everywhere, um, Google, Apple Play, and Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc. But please let me know how I can be of assistance and how I can walk with you and help you to change your mindset and master your success. Until next time, make it a great one.